On this episode of Women in AV, we talk with Susan Wilhite from Snap One about her journey from video games to AV. All that and more next on Women of AV. The network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. Support for AV Nation is brought to you by Peerless AV, driving technology through innovation. This is Tim Albright with a look at women in the AV industry. Uh, I am your host today. With us is Susan Wilhite. Susan is with the uh, the newly named or relatively newly named Snap One. Uh, welcome, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you. You and I connected um, through various locations and avenues. Um, you're, you're friends with with a buddy of mine, Tammy, out there in, in Southern California, um, uh, Fuquay, who who now just went over to uh, A10. Um, but you and I know a lot of the similar people, and, and, and finally connected at Infocom this year in Orlando. Uh, before we get started, though, you know, kind of give me your sense, both from a manufacturer standpoint and as somebody um, who uh, who has gone to Infocom for a minute, what that experience was like, knowing that it was it was a little bit reduced, both from an attendance size as as well as a manufacturer side. But what was your experience like this year? I had a great experience, to be honest with you. The there were two things. One, I think, was um, connections, you know, getting to know people better that you already know in the industry, such as yourself, you know, being able to spend time with people that you normally are just, you're working a booth, they're passing by, you're waving, you know, and you know them. So one, it was being able to spend quality time with your connections. Um, and then also, I think, being there, um, opportunities, um, had a great opportunity to talk with people that I've been emailing with zoom calls. We got to meet, um, in, in face to face and really help move the ball forward and figure out, you know, is this project going to work? What are we going to, you know, what do we need to work on? So, uh, for me, Infocom, even though it was smaller and intimate and, um, snap one did not have a booth this year. Um, but we will in June looking forward to it. Uh, it gave me an opportunity to really dive deep. So let, let's talk for a second about how you got in the industry. When, when, when how did it, your, your, what was your journey? How did you end up in, in AV? You know, that's a, the million dollar question. I think a it lot of people, a, a lot of people fell into it. I might've jumped into it uh, in that sense. Um, I went to college and got a computer science degree. I always loved hanging out in the computer lab. And at the time, you know, um, uh, graphics, graphic designers were taking off, um, all of that. I, I love technology. So I'm just, I'm a curious person. And, um, coming out of college, I sold software and video games. I used to sell jumpstart math blaster all the way to Diablo, Warcraft, Starcraft. And, um, there was an opportunity, um, at a company, uh, in Torrance, um, that, uh, made screens Stuart film screen and Peter yep. Brown was the GM at the time. And I went in for an interview, didn't know anything about the AV industry and he and I just hit it off. It was great. Um, so like I said, I love technology. I'm curious. 
um, got involved with, you know, started working at Stewart, working on the commercial side, working with architects, AV integrators, um, consultants. Um, and then around, and I'm going to date myself, 2016, um, there was at the time, Avixa was Infocom. So it was the women of Infocom. Um, and two fabulous women out in Los Angeles, Corey Schaefer and Brandy Alvarado Morata, started a group and I, I went. You know, when I started in the industry, I didn't know women were the minority. I didn't have that in the past. Um, and so when I started, it was great to see a group of women getting together, networking, helping each other out, connecting. Um, and I guess what I like about the AV industry is it's always changing. It's always new technology. Um, so like I said, it's that I love a challenge. It's that curiosity, that love for technology. Well, and one of, one of the things I want to point out here is, is you know, um, you are not the first person from Snap One for us to interview. Um, you have a fantastic uh, cohort in, in Kat Wheeler, Catherine Wheeler. Yes. Uh, who we've interviewed a number of times, in addition to um, not just interviewing her for, for a, a spotlight on women in AV, but she's also been on a couple of our, our, our programs. Talk for a second about the need and, and what that does uh, for other women in the industry, not just to connect tech to folks like, you know, Brandy and, and Corey Schaefer, but also internally within your organization. Absolutely. Um, one thing that I really like about Snap One is we have a women in technology group. And that was started by Kat Wheeler and just really trying to, you know, I'm, <laughs> when I started in the AV industry, I might've been lurking in the background and now I'm trying to push myself towards the, you know, forefront in the sense of helping um, women, not only within the AV industry, but also within my company and that networking and building those relationships. Um, you know, helping them talk through um, questions they have, interests they have. Um, so one thing that I do really like is uh, the environment. Um, I think the environment is set from the, the tone is set from the top down. And definitely at SNAP1, we are encouraged uh, internally and externally to um, help and promote women. When you look at your career, um, and and one of the questions that we've asked a lot, and we've got some very varied uh, answers to this, is what are some of the challenges that you faced? You know, uh, you know, within um, not just within the industry, but just as as a woman in business and as a woman in technology. Um, I think the big thing is uh, hearing your voice in the sense when you're sitting at the table. And you, this is probably not new. You know, I've uh, sat at the table and many times I've thrown out ideas and 10 minutes later, um, a male counterpart will say the exact same thing I've said and everybody's listening. Um, I've also been in situations where inappropriate things have said, you know, and I really, you know, encourage as I'm getting older and I'm happy to help mentor anybody um, really encourage people to talk about awareness and accountability um, in the sense that, hey, bring it up. Say, I'm not here to blast anybody for something that they've said in the sense that I'm not going to ridicule them on LinkedIn. I'm going to yeah. pull them aside, give them the opportunity to explain, you know, why. 
where did that come from? You know, um, and try to help them in the sense that, you know, what you said was inappropriate or wasn't the right time. Um, you know, and why, and, and really, Hey, let's think about what you're saying, you know, that awareness and accountability. In addition to, I'm trying to be more proactive in the sense that when we are sitting at the table and there are other women at the table, if someone, you can tell when someone has something to say, you know, reach across the table, you know, say their name and say, Hey Joyce, what do you have to add to that conversation? I see you have a great, you, I can tell you have something to say. So it's not only bringing women into the conversation, but making, you know, awareness and uh, for everybody that is sitting at the table. I, I want you to pull on that, on that thread just for one moment here. And because and, and, you said something there, it, it, it is an active, it is an act, right? It is, it is proactive to, number one, um, make sure that you are staying in the moment, in, in those meetings, in those conversations, in those instances where there are other women. And this is not just talking to women. This is talking to men as well who want to be uh, supports, who want to be um, proactive when you see someone and you're right, Susan, when you can tell when someone has something to say to actively encourage them and kind of pull them right into those conversations. Talk about why, why that's important to kind of basically in that moment, you are being a support to them and you are encouraging them to speak up. It's important because I think, you know, one thing that this industry you know, like I said, I didn't know women were the minority when I started in this industry. And whether it's women, um, someone new in the industry, diversity, it, I think having a collective group of thoughts, because if you keep doing the same thing over and over again, you're going to get the same results. And sometimes it's the same people at the table that speak up and that intimidates, um, it can intimidate women, um, younger AV people, diversity for them not to speak up because there's that one person that always talks. So you need to make sure, be aware of your surroundings and encourage them, lift them up, um, support them to speak up. And, you know, having a different idea is, is great. It may, may work. It may not work, but if you don't try it or don't listen to it, you won't know. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, when we uh, we ask this question a lot, and and you know, I, I kind of want to give your get your sense of, you know, go forward in time, many, 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 many years from now, um, you're getting ready to retire, and you're looking back on your career. What what would you have liked to see have changed um, in in the industry before you retire? Um, well, it's probably nothing new, but <laughs> uh, more women and diversity at the table. You know, um, I, I move the needle and I think I want to leave it better than how I found it, you know, in the sense that um, help people uh, give women a voice and help them move up the ladder. Um, just being that encouraging, supportive, uplifting person, um, you know, and I'll tell you, it's helped me pay it forward. That's another thing, you know, through the pandemic, I was actually unemployed and I realized that I really missed the AV industry and uh, reaching out to my network, um, putting yourself outside that comfort zone. And so I would really love to see a legacy of more women in uh, the AV industry and more diversity. Um, that would be great to see people at the table uh, adding value. 
Yeah, it uh, it has been said to me more than once that the AV industry is a lot like the mafia. You just you're just never going to escape it. So, uh, <laughs> regardless of of who you're working for, they'll they'll pull you back in. Um, to, to that effect, though, and, and I liked you had you had a couple of, of really good points there. Moving the needle. How do you, um, Susan, um, between now and then, how do you affect that change? How do you how do you move the needle? Um. For me, it's reaching outside my comfort zone in the sense that um, not only internally with my company, uh, in the sense that now I'm trying to establish relationships up and down the ladder, meaning with senior management and below me, um, to encourage people to get involved. But it's also outside uh, my company in the sense, the industry, reaching out to people that uh, you know, when you go to these events and you see that person that's never been there and they're standing in the back and they don't go, they don't know anybody, go over, talk to them, introduce yourself to them, get them involved. Um, and that's what people, that's what they did to me. When I first showed up at my first women's council, it was open arms and uh, it was really great and really encouraging um, in that sense. So I would like to just pay, pay it forward give back for everything that I've had great mentors. I have had uh, people help me along. I've been able to reach out to people, text them. Hey, is this right? No, it's not. You know, my cell phone number is on my LinkedIn page. Now you can text me at 5 a.m. in the morning. I may not answer, but you know, I just, I want to be out there for people to help people and pay it forward. Yeah, absolutely. And just for the record, if you do Tech Susan, she's in the Pacific time zone, so also remember that. Uh, for those of us in the States, for those of you in Europe, you don't care because there's like four time zones here, and you got to make sure, anyhow. Uh, Susan, thank you so much. Uh, I, I appreciate it. Um, if somebody does want to connect with you on LinkedIn or wants to connect with you uh, elsewhere, how do they do that? Um, my email address is susan.wilhite at snap1.com. I am on LinkedIn, Susan Wilhite, and I am also on uh, Twitter. Very good, Susan Wilhite from Snapboard. Thank you, Tim. Appreciate your support in the for women in the industry. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and I, I, we mentioned this: the fact that I, I was also at Infocom, and it, Brandy Alvarado uh, Miranda is 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 a, is a dear friend, and uh, this was her last uh, Infocom uh, as being the chair of, of the Avixa Women's Council, and not just the standing ovation, which was incredibly deserved. Just that entire breakfast was was remarkable and um, very blessed uh, to have been a part of that. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. All day, every day. Absolutely. Um, so One other thing I'd love to add yeah. is, um, you know, it was really great to see Avixa. You know, I went to the award ceremony. Yep. And out of uh, the 10 awards that Avixa gave out, seven went to women. You know, now too bad it was um, not as many people were attending Infocom, but I was really great to see out of the 10 awards that Avixa gave out, seven went to women. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was, it was pretty awesome. Uh, and, and our buddy Corey Schaefer uh, got the Adele DeBear uh, Award, yes. which just for the record is named after a, a woman, which is also kind of cool. So, uh, all right, Susan, thank you so much um, for us, uh, for Aviation. Go by our website, aviation.tv. It's aviation.tv, and you'll find this program as well as a host of others, including our two weeklies. One's called AV Week. It looks at the commercial side. One's uh, Resi Week looks at the residential side. So all that and more at aviation.tv. It's aviation.tv.